HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. director of Cherry Bomb Magazine. We are here live today at Charleston Wine and Food. Oh, man. Woo! Oh, man. This is a The crowd day. is applauding. We have to lower that crowd noise. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Tone it down, guys. <laughs> when we edit this, we'll lower, we'll lower all that applause. Um, I am so excited. I love you so much. Thank you, DJ Dave. Oh, oh thank you, adoring fans. I'm here thank with you. DJ Dave. We flew down together. Ow! Delta, thank you. <laughs> no, we paid for those tickets. I don't know why I discredited Delta. <laughs> Delta, however, if you'd like to pay for any tickets for Cherry Bomb and or FMB Radio, you can email us at fmbradio at gmail.com. Thank you. So, this is not the entire reason why I came down here, but it's a big part of why I came down here, my next guests. So, Aww. my next guests are the stars and hosts of FNB Radio, which is my favorite food podcast. One of, one of my favorite Stop. podcasts. I'm not going to be able to sit there. This is impossible. And so it's the funniest food podcast. Oh, oh my nice. God, that's high praise. You three are really funny. So, who Thank is you. FNB Radio? So, FNB Radio is to my right, which doesn't matter to any of you out there in Radio Land, Nikki Fairman. <gasps> Hey. There she is. Carrie, I'm obsessed with you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and just throw that oh, out wait, there. I should do this properly. Oh. I, I usually do like the little, I do the little like intro and then I say, Nikki Fairman, welcome to Radio Cherry Bomb. <laughs> so let me start over. Do overtime. All right. So we've got Nikki Fairman here. Nikki Fairman, welcome to Radio Cherry Bomb. Next to her, we have Lindsay Collins, Queen of the Top Knot. Oh, True story. Thank you. I've been trying to get that title. Queen of the for Top Knot, uh, rescuer of abandoned dogs. True. Yes. <laughs> yes. Defender of the meek. Exactly. Just, so, Lindsay Collins, welcome to Radio Cherry Bomb. Carrie, thank you so much. This is like an honor. I don't even know how. I had to take a nerve pill. Me and Nikki had to take a nerve <laughs> we pill. We had to take a nerve we pill. Had to take a nerve pill. pill. So excited. It's scary. And then it's an honor. A rare appearance by a guy. <laughs> we let him come on Radio Cherry Bomb. <laughs> Boy Bomb. His name is Anthony Michael Hall. You might have seen him in the Breakfast Club. Yes. 
He's oh, a no, dream. Wait, wait, no. His name is Philip Michael Cohen. It's, it's great to be here. I, I often get confused with other three named gentlemen. And let me tell you, Carrie, just to make all the ladies relax at Cherry Bomb Radio, I have very soft hands and my mother's hips. So that's I'm basically that's a, a woman. That's a true story. He's a gentle soul, ladies and gentlemen. A I gentle wouldn't worry soul. about it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Philip Michael Cohen, welcome to Radio Cherry Bomb. It's wonderful to be here, Carrie. Thanks for having us. So the big news is, so I didn't, the, the big reason I wanted to be here was not just to have them on Radio Cherry Bomb, even though that's a thrill. <laughs> the reason is because these three opened F&B HQ. Yeah. They have their own bar slash recording studio slash hangout slash office slash, slash everything. Discotech slash workout room. Yeah. So I had to fly down here on Delta because... <laughs> Thanks, Delta. I'm so jealous. I'm seething with jealousy. And even though I seem really happy to have you on the show, I'm, I'm not. I'm like, how, how the F do they have a bar and an HQ? And we don't. I think we talked about this last time you were here. We were like, we really want to have a headquarters. And you're like, yeah, duh, that's the dream. And that's then somehow, <laughs> like, three weeks ago, we threw this together. And we're like, dream realized. We did it. It's no big deal. It's just the realization of a dream. It's no big yeah. deal. Just, you know. It's like Oprah says. You put it into the universe. That's yes. right. That's and right. Thanks, Oprah. Within Thank you, Oprah. Weeks, Honestly, so. that's how it felt. Yeah. It felt like the universe was laying out a quick path for us to create headquarters. It really was. Emphasis on quick, real quick path. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Just real quick. It's hyper And not only is it is it a headquarters and a bar and all that, but it's in this beautiful new space out on King Street in a really happening part of Charleston. It is. It's Absolutely. on I like to call it upper, 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 upper King. Upper. Is where it is, and it's awesome, and it's in the workshop development. Um, and, and there's, there's a parking. lot of cool, like yeah, there's tons of parking, and we're like this little glass cube that's right in the in the beginning of it. Just so a it's darling really, little fishbowl. Yeah, we're just we feel really lucky, and we're like it's just kind of a fun place for people to be welcomed into the space to do what they're they're good at doing. Now a few more things. Um, these three threw us a really fun book party at Monarch Wine Merchants, <laughs> so also fun. known as the best day of my life. In that was, <laughs> <laughs> was the best day of my life in December, and it was really nice that I got to hang out with these three. But even better was that Cynthia Wong was there. Oh my God, she's yeah. amazing. Is she around? Can we get a Cynthia Wong applause? I, I she's didn't. Amazing. I invited her, but um, <laughs> she's oh, probably doing a zillion things because she's, she's like extremely she busy because she's amazing. Yeah. She yeah. Is. Yeah. Thanks, DJ Dave. It's like if you build it, they will come. Tell us say. why Cynthia. What, you guys scream something every time you see her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we just scream at her because we're in awe of her amazingness. She. She's basically a creative genius that puts things into confections into things that you can hold in 3D. Yeah. And not she's, only is she like super talented at her craft, but she's 100% authentic. She's which foul is what mouth. really like warms my heart. Yeah. And yeah. she's what's her title? She's she, the she's the pastry chef and over the whole bread program of Butcher and Bee. Wow. And the, the overlord of the bread program. Yeah, she's She's yes. over both their properties. She doesn't. I don't know how she does all she does, but she's She's incredible. amazing. She'll be a future guest on Radio Cherry Bomb. Oh, yeah. Um, but you three are also pretty well known in the Charleston food scene. <laughs> she's in small circles. Like, <laughs> Charleston's a small place, but That's you three right. are popular. You Aww. seem to know everybody. That's really nice. We try. You know, we, we have all been on the scene for a long time in restaurants, so I feel like our network expands in that way where we've taken care of these people for so yeah. long. 
that now that we have a place of our own, it, it feels kind of weird. I was saying yesterday, it feels weird to not like work for someone, but still be inviting the same guests in to like, I know their preferences, so we, yeah. we're happy yeah. to like see them in there and have is it this be our the, place. Is this the first time you three have had your own place to run? Oh yeah, yeah. I kept, like, I kept looking around. I Ever. kept waiting for someone to be like, Nikki, can you wipe this counter that you're currently wiping? <laughs> Nikki, can you like, stock the ice? And I'm like, but it's me. I'll just stock the ice. I'm, I got it. I'm going to manage myself. I keep waiting for someone to tell me you have to get out. It's like, actually, this is over now. You have to leave. You you, you get out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, So we're going to go one by one. I want to know how you got into the biz. Got it. So let's start with Nikki. Nikki. I... Went to school for pastry. I actually been cooking since I was really little, and I studied, and I was a pastry chef for years. And then I that got to be too much because some people are really good at it, and some people are meant to be in the kitchen. But I love people, and so then I switched everything and decided to go from pastry to bartending, and cocktails and studying wine. And I found out that that's where I'm the happiest is when I'm surrounded by humans that I can talk to and touch because they tend to put pastry chefs in like a, a, a hideaway corner. And by touch, you mean not literally. No, I mean I mean with with only after asking permission and being very proper. <laughs> By touching, I mean, I mean pretending to boop touching your nose. Touching their hearts. Touching, touching their, their hearts. hearts. Touching their hearts. Um, and Which that's how. Did. And that's how I got to be <laughs> here and doing this, and I love it. Yeah. Now we have a second toucher of hearts. Yeah, it's me. Yes, I'm Lindsay Collins. How did you get into the biz? This was kind of a happy accident for me. I I was going to music school and studied music my entire life, and so the restaurant schedule made a lot of sense. Like if you wanted to play gigs or play out or do shows you could just be like eh, I'll take a day off or I'll quit this job or whatever it might be so I had lots of flexibility and then I just slowly sort of fell in love with it and when I was going to Berkeley in Boston I worked for these two amazing women Mary Catherine and Deborah, and they had a, a restaurant called Upstairs on the Square and they kind of taught me what it was like to have two people like, that were just really in the same page about, about what a entertaining should be and I was sort of bit by the bug after that. So Berkeley's major, Berkeley yeah. Music School. What were you studying? Piano performance. Wow. Yeah. I still play. I have two students. They're my little boys, but they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good. <laughs> She's amazing. She's like a concert. And with no, no, no music, just sitting down and like, it's... And she hid it from us. She oh, just that's pulled nice, it. Anel. You just threw it out one day. She like just sat bat. down at a piano. Yeah, I felt like I had known you for at least two years. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... I do yeah. that to you guys. Though. I think I told you I was blind in one eye pretty late in the game. It's so true. I, I just drop, drop, drop secrets We're on you. We're still learning about Lindsay. <laughs> like I don't even know I'm a you. mystery. You don't know. <laughs> you don't Lindsay, know. Lindsay, tell us one more thing nobody knows about you. Oh, my God. One more thing nobody knows about me. I, I'm deathly um, afraid of falling off of something. Like I have, I have a reoccurring dream where I just can't walk. I'm just falling over. And it's a, I've, I kind of carefully take steps so that I'm like, I'm very clumsy in real life. And it's, it's sort of a, a fear of mine all the time. If you've ever seen me walk, okay. anybody who knows me, Lana is laughing because if you've ever seen me walk to the dining room, it's like, I have to really be conscious not to just <laughs> throw her fall around. It's, it's really awkward. <laughs> That's tough for a server. <laughs> yeah. It's a, when I, I worked at Per Se in New York and when I walked, they were like, your, your energy, your smile is great. They're like, but you got to, not run around like you're on fire. And that's going to be your your biggest challenge in being in this dining room. It's going to be just not being on fire. Just master that. Yeah, I was like, how do I do that? Yeah, well, the, is there a the handbook good news, for that? The good news is you can run around the F&B HQ like you're oh, on yeah. fire all day <laughs> yeah. long. Which I so. do. Yeah. You magic. saw me stab Phil in the eye with my 
with my yeah, I that was just that. yesterday. I did, was great. I did witness that. But now you're blind in one <laughs> eye. If anybody's lawyer gets in touch, I did not witness that. <laughs> Wasn't so. me. All right, Philip's turn. How did you get into the biz? Uh, I my my best friend when I was in high school, his dad owned a restaurant, and I started working there on the weekends. And I think that it's kind of a personality thing, you know. When I think about Nikki, Lindsay, and I, like. We are social, we're very social creatures, and I think that this industry attracts, or maybe once you get a taste, if you are that personality, you know, then you're like, you, you just kind of get bit by it, and you're like, oh, I love this, you know. Um, that's how it started for me, it was in high school, and then I think it led into my 20s, which was very much like Lindsay, like I, I wanted to travel the world a lot and have a lot of flexibility. Um, so I was, you know, throughout, basically for 10 years, I would work for nine months and travel for three months. Um, and I did that for uh, eight to 10 years. Um, and then, then, then you kind of like start to want to get serious and settle down and, and start to carve out your career, which I think is what's happening now, you know, but, um, the industry has like so many different tiers, you know? Yeah, but uh, Phil was a dishwasher. That was yeah. my favorite. That was your first job. And then last night, you were really washing a lot of dishes back there. Yeah, I was, like, I was Phil, getting back to get my roots last room, night. It was you don't want to see your face. He's like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I kind of liked it. You got yeah. back to your roots last yeah, night. Yeah, that was my first job, washing dishes. And uh, the women, we told all these stories before, but the, the women that I worked with on my very first job thought that I was mentally handicapped because I was not using the machine to clean any of the dishes. <laughs> I was doing it all by hand. And they were being very sweet to me and speaking very slowly and enunciating everything. And I started to pick up on the fact that they, they thought I was special in some way. Turned out it was just, you know, I was ignorant. I'm a smart guy. I just had never <laughs> used a... You've never you used know. a professional dish machine. You just, course, when someone says wash dishes, yeah, you're, you're like, I'm just going to wash it in the 15, sink. You're 15, you know, you never use one of those. No, I'm not sure what the follow-up question to that should be, so I'm just going <laughs> to switch to the girls now. So, anyway. I'll leave that one right there. <laughs> did FNB Radio come about? FNB Radio was my boyfriend's idea. Um, he would always have to listen to us kind of hash out, like, stuff after work. <laughs> And I think we were, like, having a, a bottle of wine on the porch one day and, like, just talking about post-shift stuff. And he was like, someone would listen to that because it was very... It's a lot like our show is, just, like, kind of talking about things that happen in restaurants and the... the not, like, in a, in a trash-talky way about the guests, but just, right. like, the ins and outs, like, what it's like to be inside the server station. And that that's sort of how it came to be. I didn't know a lot about podcasts at the time, but he was... He listens to a ton of them. And he was like, no, there's like podcasts for people who are into Game of Thrones. Like, and they just talk about the episode. <laughs> and, that's, and they have a huge following. <laughs> so we tried it. And I, because of the music school thing, I had some audio engineering background. Not much, but enough to like get in GarageBand and like play around. And so we just tried it. And two and a half years later, we're... We're at the headquarters. Still doing yeah, it. We're still so doing it's it. been two and a half years. Two and yeah, a half. We're on episode wow. 88. Beautiful yeah. years. Episode 88. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we do one a week. So I think that's, yeah, it started May of 2015. Best day of my life. 2016. 2015? 2016. Okay, yeah, two and a half. Good for you three. Thanks. That's Excellent. really fun. Who is your dream guest? <gasps> or who would your dream guest be? Actually, my dream guest is coming into the studio on Saturday. <laughs> yes. No kidding. I no, like. I'm, true story. I'm freaking out. 
Gabrielle Hamilton is going to be in the F&B headquarters studio. And my hands are sweaty. My knees are weak. Oh, I know. That's a a big get. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you so much. She's a tough interview. Oh, great. Really? Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Now we find out. Is Gabrielle in the audience? Oh, no. Gabrielle's not in the audience. Why? She's Um, a tough cookie? She is. I had to interview her at Fire Flower Fork in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, late last year and she's a tough interview because she's super substantial she doesn't like garden variety questions like the ones I've been asking you three uh, <laughs> oh, well, we like to ask you have to dig a little deeper yeah. oh shit well then this we'll is gonna go scratch all my this questions this is gonna go poorly <laughs> <laughs> but you three are so funny you might charm it. her with your What's oh, that? Humor. No, I think that that's our one superpower is that we trick you because people come in and they're really nervous and it's like, no, no, no. Like, it's just us. We're just talking yeah, about things. Yeah, but this time we're going to be really nervous. I yeah. already said it. I'm going to no. have a little stomachache. The only person that would make me more nervous is the queen, Alice Waters. Oh, yeah, that's a I mean, Alice Waters, I just... I just well, already put that out of the realm of possibility. I, was like, I, I mean, I've got big dreams. Well, no, I actually ran into her in a restaurant, and it was an empty restaurant, and she walked in with, like, the sun on her face, like, sparkling blue eyes, and I would never interrupt anybody, but I was just sitting there, and someone but. was like... Oh, but I didn't. I didn't. But I hugged her. I held back. I held back. I sent her a dessert and a love note. I didn't, but I didn't. I just that sat was there. Via and I just right? it was at Via Corotta, and I just stared at her, wishing that she was my mom. I love you, mom. You're fine. I love you too. But <laughs> it was just something about Alice Waters just makes my heart a flutter. She's pretty magical. She spoke at the Jubilee Conference in San Francisco. Of she did, and she she's I don't know. She's sort of like this combination of Yoda and Mother Teresa. And That's exactly how I Mother Nature. Yeah, exactly. She's like always holding a carrot. I just love her so much. I love her so much. But you really just, you just listen to her and you feel like everything she says is just sort of magical and yeah. I don't know. She's like speaking from the universe. Yeah. I feel like she's lived like 10,000 lives Mm -hmm. and has all this wisdom and could probably solve all my problems. Yes. And she's slowly been solving problems for years, (laughs) like bringing people back to where we are. And, and I just, God, I just love her. So. You just made me think of something Danny Meyer once said about how work is just a series of problems that you have to solve. That's I a, agree with that's that. That's so true. So, but, but I was going to say, you know that now that you have your own business, but <laughs> having been servers, bartenders, all of that, your life was probably filled with <laughs> guests' problems. Yeah. All the problems. Customers' problems. I'm here yeah. to solve your problems. I'm here to suppress my problems. <laughs> We're here to cause solutions, not problems. It's <laughs> like, it's. Things. I think business is like a, uh, it's problems, and then in between the problems, there's like gaps of fun. And sandwiches. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't that sound great? It's like sprinkled <laughs> with a good time. It's like problems with like Jimmy's on top. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So, I stopped by your opening last night. That was that made me cry when I saw you walk up. It was still early. We had only been open like twenty minutes, and we were like, "Oh man, it's Carrie Diamond." Hey, we just clapped. We just clapped. All of us were just clapping. <laughs> it was amazing. It, it was amazing. Even though it was my first time there, I felt very much like it would be Cheers for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I don't. Is Cheers a dated reference anymore? No, 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 no I totally. No, don't no, you want to go where everybody knows your name? Hello. And they're always glad you came. <laughs> I keep going. Hello, Norman. <laughs> no, I think that, that I, I hope that it will be. That's kind of like the the whole genesis of it was like, where do people like us want to go when we get off? And not only that, but what do they want to drink? Mm-hmm. And it's a really small bar. Like it's a, it's a, a silly small like amount of liquor that we have because it's just a few cocktails 
that Nikki so brilliantly just creates. Just a couple of little things. And they just change all the time. And then the wine list is like whatever whatever we're into. But and I, I think hope that's it'll one of the things like that is maybe a little bit unique about our spot is that we're we're trying to be the industry hangout. Not necessarily, you know what I mean? Like, like we, we, want our, we want our chef friends, we want our front of the house, back of the house people coming and hanging out with us there. I feel like it's a, it's a slightly different model than like wanting a bunch of customers, which we also want. But yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like well, the, please, the please setup have, so of it is like, what does industry, <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, you know, we have yeah. Fernet, like, you know, we have like the things that we think the industry people are yeah. going to be into because that's what we're into. And, and everybody too. And it, but the thing is, it's just not having a lot of things just to have them. You know, like somebody, if you want a scotch, we just don't have a scotch right now. Maybe we'll have one later. I don't know. Yeah. Might get a yeah. wild hair. Who well, knows? there always ends up being places that turn into industry hangouts, like inadvertently, right? Right, right. For certain reasons or another, like if it's their location or the stuff that they have or the, the prices that they have. And, and so we're trying to cultivate that in, in real life. Instead of letting it happen. So let's talk about the cocktail list. I did not know it was the work of Miss Nikki. Oh, man. But I was really thrilled to see that you even have a cocktail dedicated to Kat Kinsman. Oh, listen. So so we've got... (laughs) I was scrolling through all of our podcasts, and I love all the titles. I just... It makes me... I can remember each and every one, but... The our fairy goth mother Kat Kinsman, who is easily one of the greatest people alive. Easily, she's a queen. Um, that was what we named her show. Is oh my goth. Oh my goth was the name of her show. And so <laughs> for her, and and just you know, I just want to make her proud, really. Yeah. Uh, but it's a it's a it's sort of like a charcoal gin um, Collins. I need to make a Lindsay Collins. I'll make you oh, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah Where's that? But uh, so it's just like fresh squeezed lemon juice. We've got in some charcoal and agave and gin, and then I finished it with a blood orange slice and a little hail Satan. You hail know? Satan? No, I, I, was, I was saying you that handing it to people, Satan? and I. But when it comes from me, it's like hail Satan. You know, just not a lot of people got it. That's on me. That's on me. But so that one was named after her, and then I named one, or there's one called Fire Me, yeah, which is the name of the episodes, and yeah. uh, that was named after an amazing chef named Emily Han. And it's a spicy little number, just like her. That's so. right. That's no, fun. the cocktail list is awesome. Nikki has, has been at Fig almost as long as I have. Yeah. And, or was. I guess I'm officially not working there anymore. Wow. Um, <laughs> Bye, girl. But she, she always wrote probably 85% of the cocktails on their list. So she's got an incredible palette for things that so I find that are like... extraordinaire. Yeah. Like they're, not too, they're not too out there. They're not too pedestrian. They're like right in the sweet spot of what you want to drink. So for folks who want to visit, fly down to Charleston just to go to F&B headquarters, what are your hours? Thursday to Sunday, 5 to midnight-ish. I think we're going to see how it plays out. Probably open later. We can serve technically until 2. You got a late flight, call us. Yeah. We'll just yeah. text me, <laughs> tell Delta we'll to call save. us, yeah. and then uh, we will save you a spot. Can you rent the space for private parties? Yes. The answer is yes. yes. You totally can. We're there. We have the space full time. So during the day, we'll be taping the podcast there in front of a live audience, um, Saturdays and Sundays. And you can kind of come see those shows. But if you wanted to rent the space from Monday to Wednesday, or anytime, really, I guess. Anytime. 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 You got the money. (laughs) I got the time. Like, we're in. So you you have a four-day work week. Yeah. Essentially. That's sweet. We're it's very French, good. Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you think about it, like, so Phil and Lindsay both have beautiful, beautiful children. Lindsay has two beautiful boys. 
and Phil has a gorgeous little girl, and I have a wonderful husband. I don't have any kids, but you know, but four days is the only is, we're you know. That's how we wanted to start it off and just see how it goes. We're dipping a toe in. Ain't nobody mad? Have you read the book The Four Hour Work Week? I I no. heard, I listened no. to it on TV. No. Really? Tim Ferriss, Four Hour Work Week? No. What's no, that no. like? I want that job. Yeah. I know, right? I that think you need like. to read it. Didn't he get oh into God. like sumo wrestling and stuff? Like I I listened to it and I was like, bro. Because you already managed to shave one day off the traditional work week. Yeah. So now I think you need to shave all the hours off and just get down to a four hour. Oh, yeah, work that would week. be good. You're speaking yeah. my that. language. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> Bill Lindsay, let's listen up. Nikki's already giving her shifts away. She's like, no, I got to take off. This listen, there's only so much sunshine. I don't like to work all the time. Yeah, if we had a That's DJ Dave, this. I could really take the full week off. No kidding, I, Yeah, right? DJ yes. Dave is killing it. Listen, DJ Dave. Oh, this is great. I love this. Dave, it's real nice we in Charleston, honey. Uh-huh. It's nice down yeah, here. Don't you want to come down here? You know? Aren't you tired of all the hustle and bustle? <laughs> It does get tiring, but <laughs> let's talk about Charleston because we are very happy to be here. Some some weird weather episode is going on back in New York. Yeah, I mean, it's a nasty nor'easter up there. Bomb yeah. cyclone things, yeah. and of course, I left all my windows open because I. Oh gosh. Yeah, I was painting. Uh, I, not me personally, but painting was happening in my apartment. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully, my apartment is not filled with it's, rain or snow or ice oh my or whatever. God. It's smoky, okay. But uh, right now, dusty. Close. But that was super close. But it's Dusty yes. Springfield. Dusty was relocated uh, because of the painting, so she's okay, fine. She's oh, fine. Good. She's, she's so cute. Thank you for asking. She's the world's prettiest cat. She really is. No, I live for her. That's okay. Her, We're obsessed her with cats. I want to talk about cats. Like, plush like velvet it is, and crazy. you haven't even met her no I can just see the t- you know I'm, I'm into no, animals we're connected spiritually <laughs> I got her name wrong about me and animals alright I'm into animals I'm an animal person so, Lindsay's so weird dog I do thing. want to talk about Charleston but we have to talk about this dog situation because <laughs> I have been oh god I don't spend an inordinate amount of time on Instagram but Lindsay I should let her tell the story no, this no. wonderful dog came into her life some rare breed of North Carolina dog showed up on her doorstep. Yes. And she took this dog in and of course, because it's Lindsay Collins, (laughs) the dog happened to be knocked up. (laughs) That's my life. I was like, other people are like, adopt, don't shop. Oh, it's it's the right thing to do. And then I get a dog. I get the most white trash thing ever, like a, a pregnant dog. <laughs> pregnant Don't dog. say that about <laughs> Ada. She's so pretty. She's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, they're like, oh, she'll probably have the puppies on Christmas Day. And I was like, are you kidding me? What is this? And listen, that is, puppy placenta is not in my plan for Christmas Day. That's not yeah. what I'm going for. But Lindsay, they up- Lindsay was trying to be sweet and adopt a dog. Oh, she adopted man. eight dogs. Yeah. Eight dogs. Eight dogs, two kids. But they ended up being the cutest puppies in the entire world. And well, you documented the entire thing on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's on me. Well, I was trying to find them homes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't want to have these seven puppies any a day longer than eight weeks. I got to yeah, get them out of here. You can't be that girl. That's a know. long time. In many ways, I was like, this should be my like job description I'm like if I can take these stray dog and her puppies and turn them into this on Instagram then somebody give me a job in marketing that's uh, all it's, I'm saying it's like almost somebody as if give me you could yeah. turn a podcast into a bar that's true oh my god <laughs> I mean I'm just I'm just spitballing here it's like I could probably do that too <laughs> We could do it. You need something what? transformed. Reach out to Lindsay Collins, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. If you got a pile of shit that you want to turn into something that's not a pile of shit. If you want it to turn into a cloud covered in rainbows, <laughs> yeah. call Lindsay Collins. That, co- that pays you money somehow. 
That would be. <laughs> you want to work four hours a week? Yeah. <laughs> We're going Lindsay Collins for the two-hour work week. Six figures. <laughs> I can guarantee you six figures. Give me one Instagram account in six months. And a pregnant dog. Give me a homeless dog and an Instagram account. <laughs> no, I'll but you, you know what? The best dollars. part is, is the dogs now have their own Instagram, so they're out in the world with their new names, and they're they got their own followers. We and saw I just, one of them you know, came to the bar last night. <laughs> yes. Oh my no, God! I missed the old true story. Yes. After you left, lady, Damn it. lady curse, whose new name is Nico came oh. into the bar and I just ran out the door and was just crying and we had a we had that moment like the the lion that found its owner again and <laughs> I was like oh Christian I, I'm in I'm in there mixing drinks Lindsay's crying outside it was Christian the, the lion I, I didn't know Christian what was going on the lion on. outside of me I can't just believe like that. I flew all the way to Charleston on Delta God, and on did Delta. not see the puppy at Girl. the bar uh, I'm gonna get one in there missed, you come back you I'm gonna call him 30 like, minutes Matt. there's six oh. of them around Charleston we're planning a birthday party for year one. Oh, man. I don't know how this God. turned into puppy dog radio. I can't even. I'm just glad that you loved them as much as I did because they really did. They warmed my heart with their Well, you sweetness. do have a great cat cafe here that um, pounce. That we were denied entrance to. Oh, that was messed and, up. And by the way, we're oh, on really? the radio pounce. Like, you have to make a reservation for that one. No, we did. I know. We, d- we made, made a the record yes. show. Is that what that is? Yes. Yeah. Let the, the record, record show. show. Let the record show. We made a reservation. We sure did. And we got there, and they said that, we're sorry, someone made a reservation right before you, and we forgot. And we wow. forgot. Wow. But but I will wow. say that it's magical once you go in there. I went in there with my little... I know. The, I'm just talking trash. I'm I know, because let the record show that we were really excited. <laughs> let the record show that we did go out let of our way. Show, let we the record show. We were squealing all the way there, excited so, to hold a cat. I love the cat cafe trend, but the reason I brought it up... <laughs> Wait, do you work at Pounce? The reason I brought it up was not to trash the people who own the cat cafe in Charleston, but to say I could see the day when you have a puppy cafe. Oh my God. Well, it's a mixed space. Maybe we'll put them in the headquarters. If they were still around, they would have totally been at the headquarters. Like we would have set up a little window. So they could have well, nice. that's actually it's it's sort of like a boilermaker with a cocktail. As I hand you a cold beer and a puppy, and then that's it's very expensive. Yeah. I had one of the puppies left, and I got I was lucky enough to get invited to Cynthia Wong's for a Sunday dinner, and I was like, I have this puppy, and all the other puppies were gone, so the last puppy was depressed, and I was like, Come on, Shaggy, like you're coming to dinner, and she was like. Fuck a bottle of wine. If everybody does, doesn't show up with a puppy, then you're the only person. Like that's the new bottle of wine. That's, you got to show. You up don't with show a up without a puppy to someone's Sunday dinner. Did so. Shaggy find a home? Yes. Yes. Aww. Shaggy found a home. I mean, and my in-laws got one. Like, I know it. Yes, they did. Just yeah. keeping it in the family. Dave's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, no, he's incredible. He's Davis, real beautiful in Charleston. A lot of attractive people. Yeah. You'll you love could, it here. You could <laughs> I'm just saying. You could and join them. At, at the rate F and B is blowing up, you're oh. going to need your own engineer pretty soon. Yes, we will. I Dave. like it when you say. Oh my god, like that, that sounds so exciting. <laughs> Carrie, okay, we just want to be about, like you. Let's talk about Charleston. Yes. Oh yeah. Because Charleston is <laughs> a happening food city. It, it is. is. And there are a lot of listeners out there who, prob- who probably have Charleston on their like travel bucket list. Yeah. So tell me some of the cool food things they need to do when they come to Charleston. Oh, man. It's, I think it's so hard to like narrow the list down. For me, what I get really excited about are the, the pop-ups. So if you can find a way, to, there should be, we should do this, is like have a collective running list of what pop-ups are where. Because I feel like a lot yeah. of people who are visiting, I'm like, oh, you got to catch short grain, but it's on this Tuesday night at Edmonds Oast, which they are going to be popping up in the space where we're at, too. Um, 
But the pop-ups are fun if there's stage res- restaurants like The Ordinary, I think, are, like, super essential if you're having seafood in Charleston. Like, that's, like, a don't miss for me. And that's my big thing is come to Charleston, eat some seafood. Eat all of the seafood. There's delicious fried chicken and all those other southern foods that you like, but the shrimp here is better than anywhere else in the world. I just, I mean, we've got awesome fishermen with fish that you've probably never heard of and cannot yeah. wait to eat. Trigger the, fish. <laughs> trigger fish. Tiger fish, as it gets called. Everybody's like, I'll have the tiger fish. And, and they're, they're like, like, that's it's a trigger I know what fish. you're talking about. I got it. Yeah, but like red porgy and all of these wonderful things. Um, and then... But yeah, come to Charleston and come to Charleston in the spring. Let's let's remind everybody, don't come to Charleston in yeah. August. You don't want to do that. I know the flights yeah, are cheap. Is, this is the best, you know, from here until May is the best time. It's a dream. Totally. Before it's oppressively hot. For me, I the 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 pop-ups I absolutely love in town, and that's what I've been into lately. And amazing restaurants like The Ordinary and spots like that I think are awesome. For me, growing up here in Charleston. I grab it like if somebody came here, where would I send them? I would send them to Bones Island. I would send yes. them to Bertha's. You know, I would go for like the, the like, just been there forever, authentic like down home Charleston places because everybody knows uh, about Hannibal's. all the the top restaurants that are getting all the press and and I feel like people are starting to find out about the pop-ups because they're awesome you know and that really is what I've been into but if somebody came here from you know Oregon and said I want to experience Charleston you know I would send them to Bowen's like because that's for me it's just like Rodney's Cup Barbecue yeah Rodney's Rodney's is amazing and I think like so quintessentially like southern fair at its finest but so are, yeah. are any of you from Charleston? Are you native? What, what do you call a, a Charleston Charlestonian. A Charlestonian. A Charlestonian. A Charlestonian. Philip Michael I, Cohen. I was is. not born here. Oh. What? I, I've, I've lived out. here <laughs> since 81. So uh, Charlestonians would say that I'm not, you know, but basically. Come on. Where were you born? I was born in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Connecticut. He was born in Connecticut. Oh my God! What? I was I was born in Connecticut. Yeah. Wow, Phil, do I even know you? Does yeah. that yeah. explain that Yankees fan? Yeah, that's why I'm a Yankees fan. Oh. Yeah, I had no totally. idea. I'm from South Carolina. I was born and raised, but like in the middle of nowhere, not Charleston. My parents met in Charleston, and they went to school here, like high school. But I've I've been coming to Charleston my whole life, but I was not raised in Charleston proper. Yeah, and I was born in California, military brat. So there, I'm from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Lexington, North Carolina. But, you but my husband's that. born and raised here. Does that count? Oh, kind yeah. That sure. does. At least you know those. someone. Who I was. know someone. You're married in. I did. I yeah. did. Married in, married up. He's a nice man. So tell but. me what you three do in your off hours. Do you cook? Do you just sleep? Do you play? I know you play with puppies. But. I do a lot of dishes. <laughs> you change a lot of diapers. I do a lot of cooking. Yeah, I wipe a lot of butt. How yeah. old is your little girl? She's about 11 months old. She's a supermodel. She is. Yeah, that's what I do in my off time. Yeah. Oh, I definitely cook. cook. I think Nikki, I always joke that Nikki's the best chef Southeast (laughs) every year in my book. (laughs) Nikki's an incredible cook. cook And she'll be like, oh, honey, it's not a big deal. I'm just braising like a a crown pork roast. Just come over. I'll come over and just be like, what are you doing? Like, It's just. It's incredibly elaborate, the things that Nikki makes at home on her day off. Over again? <laughs> yeah. Carrie will have you over too. Everyone okay. in New York, just come on over. Gotcha. Just, Nikki's house is very welcoming. There's always snuggle. something nice to eat there. 
Is that your hobby, Nikki? Cooking? Cooking, and I like to do a lot of outdoor stuff, too. My mm-hmm. husband's a very, very talented rock climber. I like to hike and do oh. a little bit of rock climbing. But also, I mean, in Charleston, like, paddleboarding and kayaking and things like that. It's awesome. Okay. It's beautiful here. There's Lin- Lindsay, hobby? I, I definitely cook a lot. That's one of my main hobbies. And then... Now it's it's mostly just me trying to go on runs with my dog because now that the puppies are gone, she has way more energy than I realized. Who so knew? I'm Why like a weird so- dog person now. I've turned into a weird dog person. That's what I'm I love to. weird dog. Okay. But I cook a lot, and I get really into um, making cocktails. I've been working on my home bar game. I like to be able to. I'm not a mixologist like Nikki, but I like really want to be. She got skills in my in my free time. I like to. Your home bar is definitely nicer than my home bar. Thanks. It's nice. pretty good. I, I just ask him, like, what should I get for this? What's a good ride to get? Yeah. She always hooks All me up. Yeah. Anthony Michael Hall, hobbies. <laughs> oh, I have lots of hobbies. I'm a big hobby guy. I'm an avid uh, table tennis player, Carrie. He's incredible. Uh, He's incredible. I'm really into ping pong. Big time. Big it's time. It's strange. Are you going to have a ping pong table? There's the a there's a ping pong ball here or a ping pong bar here. Oh yeah, it's called, called home home h o m. Love those guys. Yeah, huh. and Pete Phil, and Pete. Yeah, love you. Okay. We should get one. We should get some. I wanted to get a pinball machine for headquarters, but they're really expensive. So maybe we'll get a. Maybe no, we'll we get can't a, do that at headquarters. I get way too sweaty when I pong. <laughs> when yeah. I pong, it's a sweaty pong. We can't, we can't have that at the, <laughs> at the shop. We're already getting sweaty. <laughs> so serious question: Since you have so many years of combined restaurant and bar experience now that you get to do your own damn thing what are you doing differently to make it be the place that you always wished your workplaces were uh well i would say one of the things that we've done is we've stripped down setting up and breaking down to an absolute bare science yes oh man Um, explain what that means for people who haven't worked in bars or restaurants a lot of times if you work at a place that opens at five you're getting there two hours before ish folding um, napkins setting polishing polishing, glassware doing everything that you need to do cleaning Uh, bathrooms (laughs) yeah doing all those things and and uh we've made choices I would say that strip away a lot of those um, duties you know yeah. and I think it's I was saying and it's kind of probably not a fair situation but because we're all such veterans we don't have to write like a strict list of opening cider like things just kind of get done and that's really freeing because you don't have to worry about like oh whose job is this it just all kind of flows to where it feels like you don't have to tell people what to do and you don't have to re- like be let down by people but I think the glassware is the most the biggest game changer for our restaurant or bar it has like really minimal glassware so that it's just the turnaround is super easy like we closed and we're out of there at 1205 like we we shut the doors at 12 and we walked out of there at 1205 and also we don't serve food we don't serve any food the food (laughs) is served around us yeah. But people forget We're that. surrounded by food. I've just yeah. dreamt about a bar for forever. Then just you don't have to do there. What a plate! I don't have one. Yeah. Let's go see if we can get you one. I don't know. It's marvelous. And I think the the wine list doesn't cater to things that I think a lot of people feel pressure to put things on there that you know a, a Sauvignon Blanc drinker would like, a Chardonnay drinker would like. We were just kind of like we don't have a lot of space, so it's just exactly what we like, and we kind of just said sorry like I hope you like this we love it and it doesn't have something for everyone and that that makes me happy because I feel like you can't please everyone all the time anyway so it gets so tiring to try to like explain what your vision is to somebody and say well this is like our version of a Chardonnay like we're just not doing that yeah 
All right, last question. Who would you just pass out with joy over if they walked through the doors of your new bar? Jared Leto. Wrong answer? <laughs> Food based. I don't know. No, no, it could be anybody. Uh, Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> is that okay? That's Honey, great. Hayden, I love you. Why it's is fine. that so exciting? I don't know. Okay. It was just, a, I, I, I really just went with it. It was the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? I don't Lynn? know. You follow him on Instagram? This is so cheesy, but Thomas Keller, because oh. I worked for him for so long, I think I would just be like overcome with, with, Something. I don't know what emotion it would be, but like proud, but also like humbled, but also just like, oh, it, it mattered what I did there for five years. It mattered enough that you like walked through the door. I think that would be amazing. That would be huge for but me. But that would be the day you can't run around like you're on fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I got my <laughs> together, chef. Point you down. Anyone but today. <laughs> he, would, he would hate these flyaways, I can tell you that. He'd be like, you got to really get some something in there. Tighten them up. <laughs> Tighten them up. What's, is that cologne? Take that off. Take that off. You can't wear that. No, I That was a that. way better answer, Lindsay. What Sorry, about guys. You, I didn't mean to write down. I'm not that deep. Go ahead. <laughs> Philip. Uh, my my person. Um, Wait, can I ask a question? Do you say Philip Michael or you just say Philip? I just call him Phil. Just Phil. Okay. But yeah. on the show, I okay. always yeah. call him Philip Michael Cohen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Philip Michael I, Cohen's like my, you know, professional Steve's name. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Barry, you can call me Phil. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Uh, I think. There's many, there's many, many people I think that would blow my mind if they came in. Uh, but if I had to pick one in, in the industry, it'd probably be Andrew Knowlton. Who? Andrew Knowlton. Oh, I think yeah. if oh. Andrew Knowlton walked in. Well, you've already had that experience. I know, but if I had it again, you I think it would experience? be like even more. But that would, would be easy to get Andrew there. We can just text him right now. Oh, I mean, I, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm picking him because I think it's, it's attainable. You know, okay. it's okay. not Margot Robbie. I'd, I'd say Margot Robbie. All right, all right. Like, I said Jared Leto. I just said it. World, I didn't mean but to I'm say thinking it. maybe I should shoot for uh, a reasonable dream, and I okay. think it's Andrew Knowlton. Low hanging wow. dreams. Yeah. No, low hanging dreams. Low hanging dreams, baby. Dream. We'll make sure Andrew, that uh, Andrew Knowlton awesome. awesome. is not a low hanging dream. I'm a, I have a crush on him too. Is he on your Oprah dream board that you made? Oh yeah, he's up there. He's up there. He cut out his face very carefully. Kidding me? I want to just say, though, that Philip Michael Cohen was like, we saw him at the Williams and Sonoma party last year. I was like, oh, my God, that's Andrew Knowlton. Did you just call it Williams and Sonoma? Yeah, did Williams I say it? I think it's just Williams Sonoma. Williams Sonoma. Sonoma. Oh, damn. <laughs> Remember that time? That's like what my grandma calls it, the Walmarts. Okay. Okay. Has Molly Ringwald been down the sea yet? <laughs> <Not> yet. <laughs> did you plan a song? Did no, you work on it? Phil Solomon was like, oh, I know that guy. He was at Bar Normandy last night. I was like, that's Andrew <laughs> Nolan. Call asshole. me out. God damn it. We did. And, and, and now Phil's that's there, your like, what's up, Andy? My boy, Andy. <laughs> and I was like, I'm more yeah. comfortable if I don't know who they are. <laughs> okay. I, I'm more relaxed. It is a gift. Okay. That's, that's true. Yeah. That well, but we now can, that he knows who he is, that's his dream guest. <laughs> it is. We might be able to make your dreams come true. That's what we do here at Radio Cherry Bomb. That is Thank what you, you do. Well, this was a dream come true for me. Oh truly. God. Truly. We're so honored. It was a dream for so us. I, the number, whenever I talk about you, because I do talk about FMB Radio a lot, the number one question everyone says to me is, how do you spell that? Yeah. Oh, man. I fucked that up. <laughs> remember, that, remember that time we had a visual pun? That's on us. I was like, this will be hilarious. And everyone's always like, how's effing Bradio going? And they're <laughs> like, fuck. That's on us. It's a visual pun. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, one my, my hope is that it will one day be so big that it'll just be known how to say it. Right. And it won't matter. If people can figure out who, who's, the na- who's the chick that's in Lady Bird. 
Sersha? Sersha. If people can figure out how to say, say Sersha, they can figure out FNB Radio. That's I believe right. in us. I believe in us. I believe in us. I hope so. We can't change it now. Uh, for the listeners at home, why don't you just spell it for oh, them? Oh, that's E-F-F-I-N-B-R-A-D-I-O. And you can email us at fnbradio at gmail.com. That's E-F-F-I-N-B-R-A-D-I-O at gmail.com to uh, send us an email. Oh, I Did always, you just I always say that with a, Sorry, I just blacked out. I usually end that with a commercial. <laughs> and <laughs> F&B stands for? Food and beverage. And Thanks butterflies for, yeah. and mabas. Food and beverage. Uh, and then obviously radio. That's we took a little leaf out of your book. I was like, I've been a fan of Radio Cherry Bomb since before we did the podcast. So that was that was this is huge for us. Aww. This is really seriously wow. Well, this this won't be your last appearance oh on Radio God. Cherry I Bomb. With you all the um, time. I, I mean, we can talk about this. I, I'm hoping it will happen, but you might be at Jubilee. Yes. Oh, yeah. You two might we, be our roving reporters I, at Jubilee. No, we'll oh be my there. God, I'm so we'll, glad you brought that planning, up because I thought maybe you there. forgot, and yeah. I really want to come. So, <laughs> no, we're planning on it. We we're, I did we're not booked. Forget. We're going to call okay. Delta. Delta, are you out there? <laughs> Delta, if you want to get us a Delta, plane if you would like to sponsor Lindsay Collins and Nikki Fairman to fly and videotape themselves flying on Delta, saying funny things, you can reach us at uh, fmbradio at gmail.com. That was really nice. Thank you. I, heard, I, was, I had to look up. To that figure was it out. very well, fast. You know who I think is the bomb? Oh, who? You three. <gasps> Carrie, you're the bomb! Carrie, you're the bomb. You're the oh, bomb. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you no. for everything that you do with Cherry Bomb. It's inspiring. We've loved everything this year. We just, we love you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. You're a beacon to so many people, namely us, for for doing all the things right that make sense and using your voice in a way that is so inspiring. And I feel power. like ours is so silly sometimes. I'm like, we got to get our shit together and do more like Carrie. <laughs> But you use your powers for good and not for evil, and I love that. Yes, you're amazing, and we love you. <laughs> love you so much. All right. Thank you. Uh, that's it for this uh, segment of Radio Cherry Bomb. Thank you to Phil, to Lindsay, to Nikki. Be sure to go visit their brand new, spanking brand new bar, F&B, F&B Headquarters. HQ Headquarters. too many letters. It stands for Headquarters. It's fine. Go find it. You'll have a blast. Talk to the three of them. And uh, thank you to everybody for listening. You're the bomb.